0: Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast today. And uh, Entering the weekend, we are excited about the, the weekend services that we have planned for you. Uh, Thank you for joining me today. Well, we're going to finish chapter 10 of the book of Acts today. And if you'll remember now, Peter is in Caesarea. He's in the home of Cornelius. Cornelius has gathered his family and friends. Uh, They are Gentiles. This is the first instance, um, other than the Samaritans, where where just full-blooded Gentiles, if I could say it that way, because remember the Samaritans are, are half Jew, half Gentile. And, of course, Philip had already been to Samaria, preached the gospel, had a tremendous revival in Acts chapter 8. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you remember all of that. So here now is the first time the Gentiles are being ministered to uh, with the gospel message. And Cornelius had seen a vision of an angel, and he instructed him to go send for Peter, and so forth. Now, Peter showed up after some days of traveling with the, the servants from Cornelius' home. And then he shows up, if you'll remember from yesterday, and he begins to minister the gospel to them. And uh, he's in the middle of his sermon here, and we pick it up in verse 44 today of Acts chapter 10. It says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word and those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God and then Peter answered can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who received the Holy Spirit just as we have and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord and then they asked him to stay a few days And that rounds out chapter 10. But there's a lot going on here. And so remember I told you that I was going to come back and sort of point out these instances where people in in the book of Acts here, and I told you there were five, where they're saved, born again, have received Jesus as Savior, um, and then experience this subsequent work of the Holy Spirit, if you will, this secondary uh, function of this of the Holy Spirit beyond regeneration so once we believe the Holy Spirit changes us on the inside into a new creation remember in the beginning in the in the book of Genesis chapter 1 the Bible says that the Holy Spirit hovered over the face of the deep and as God spoke then he did the work of creation well as we believe in our hearts that Jesus is our Lord, then what happens is the Holy Spirit, being the the, the, the power of creation, uh, He creates in us a clean heart. He creates in us this new creation and causes us, according to 2 Corinthians five seventeen, to be a new creation. Old things passed away. Behold, all things becoming new. So now let's get back to our text here. This is the fourth such instance Peter is in the middle of preaching and immediately, or I would say suddenly, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Remember uh, in in our last few days here, that we had talked about the fact that Cornelius was a devout man. He was uh, hungry for the things of God. His family was also. So when they came and gathered waiting for Peter in anticipation of the gospel, they were prepared to receive. They were prepared to mix what they heard with faith. Um, if you'll remember uh, the writing in the New Testament and how uh, the children of Israel didn't mix what they heard with faith, and so it didn't profit them anything, didn't benefit them. But Cornelius' home is different. They're ready to receive. They are, this is what we tell people when you come to church. Be ready to receive. Be in the frame of mind to, to join in the atmosphere of anointing. So while he was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell, and those of the circumcision, who are the Jews who came with Peter, they were amazed because they knew the Holy Spirit had been poured out, and verse 46 tells us how they knew. It says, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. They knew the Holy Spirit had been poured out because if you'll remember in Acts chapter 2, when the disciples were in the upper room along with you know many others, because there was 120 of them, um, they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So now this is their litmus test, apparently, because the, <clears throat> this is what confirmed to them that the Holy Spirit had been poured out. And then Peter makes this uh, amazing statement in verse 47, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? Remember I told you before, that water baptism does not have to precede the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Water baptism can come after, and we see in this case that it will. And we see, uh, well, at any rate, let me just not convolute this. I don't want to confuse you. But let's just backtrack for a moment. In Acts chapter 2, the disciples who had been born again in the upper room the night Jesus was resurrected in John chapter 20, uh, 40 days later, he commanded them, Jesus commanded them to wait for the promise of the Father, which he des- described and defined as the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And then a few days after that, the Holy Spirit fell and then they all spoke with tongues. Then we move on to Acts chapter 8. That was Acts chapter 2. We get over to Acts chapter 8. Philip, persecution comes to the church. Philip goes down to Samaria. They all get saved. There's great signs and wonders. And the disciples and the apostles hear about this revival. So Peter and John traveled down to Samaria. And there they prayed for the, the um, Samaritans because around verses 12 through 14, it says, for then they laid hands on them because as of yet, the he, the Holy Spirit, had fallen upon none of them. But they had been baptized in water, so that means they were already born again. So they were born again, and then the Holy Spirit came. Then we see Paul the Apostle, or Saul of Tarsus, Acts chapter 9. He got saved on the road to Damascus. Remember, he said, who are you, Lord? The Lord said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. He said, what would you have me to do? And so he submitted his life to the Lordship of Jesus on the road to Damascus. He was born again. Then he goes to Damascus. Three days later, Ananias comes in, and Ananias tells him, The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me that I may lay hands on you, that you may receive your sight and be baptized in the Holy Spirit. So here we see a salvation experience, and then a few days later, this baptism in the Holy Spirit experience that uh, even John the Baptist called a baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. And that's, so that's now Acts two, Acts eight, Acts nine. That's three out of five. Here we are at Acts 10. This is four out of five. And here's how it happened with them. They heard the word immediately mixed it with faith. They were born again because they believed they didn't, answer an altar call. We don't know what the process was, but here uh, we don't know what the process was with the others so much. We see it with Paul. The, the Samaritans believed, um, but there's no specificity. But here we see that while Peter was still speaking, they believed apparently because the Holy Spirit fell on them. And, uh, and that's proof that they were already saved. So here we don't see a matter of days so much as a, a matter of moments, a matter of seconds after they believed. And then the Holy Spirit showed up because the moment, remember, they were ready for the gospel. As soon as that word hit their heart, they believed. They were saved in that moment because the requirement for salvation, according to Jesus in John six twenty nine, is to believe. The moment they believed, the Holy Spirit fell. Now watch what uh, the, the disciples Um, uh, let's see, oh no, in Paul, uh, I'm sorry, Peter, he says, can anyone forbid water that they should not be baptized? He's speaking of in water, who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. Now think about what he's saying there. This is very powerful. Um, In Acts chapter two, nobody prayed for the apostles and the disciples. The Holy Spirit fell spontaneously upon them, sovereignly upon them. In Acts chapter eight then, Peter and John laid hands on the Samaritans in Acts chapter 9, Ananias laid hands on Saul. But here we see again on our fourth encounter with the Holy Spirit that nobody prays for these uh, believers. He just falls spontaneously, falls sovereignly. And here's why. Go back to the to the vision of the sheep being let down from heaven. Peter needed to know that the Gentiles were equal in this thing called the gospel and had he had to lay hands on them had the jews that came with him of the circumcision as it says if they had laid hands on them they would have always felt like the gentiles were inferior it's the only other instance out of the five where the people aren't having to have hands laid on them for this gift so i just want you to sort of draw down on that that these gentiles now are full in with the jews in this thing called the gospel and the gift of the holy spirit so now they're going to take them out and water baptize them even though they're already you know baptizing the holy spirit out of obedience to the word, but also because they're obviously saved. And that's what he's saying. He's going to go ahead and elaborate a little bit more in the next chapter. We'll hit that as we get there. But be encouraged today that the Holy Spirit wants to engage your life. He wants to change your life. He wants to touch your life in a very powerful and meaningful way so that you can minister life to others. Have a great day. Thank you for your time. Have a great weekend. I hope to see you at one of our four services on Sunday. God bless you, and I'll see you back here Monday morning on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's Word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.